man, welcome to another episode of Commission Club. We always got your back, and I'm so excited for this episode. This is a family affair, man. This is my sister right here. I'm so excited. It's your host, Malcolm, man. Introduce yourself, sis. You're so welcoming. I'm Martina. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And yes, I'm so glad to have you here today. Before we go any further, every guest that comes on the show, you can go down my list and you can check it. I ask this one question. How's your mental health? I'm doing good right now. Thank you for asking. That's great because it's important because people don't ask it a lot. And since they don't ask it a lot, or you never know when the last time they got to ask. So I would love to be the last one, you know, just, just you know, I care. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. So let's, let's, let's go down the list. You ready? Author, right? Yes. Venice owner, right? Yes. Mother, right? Yes. Wife, right? Yeah. Four full-time jobs in one. And you got to salute it. Shout out to y'all, man, because y'all do it. Thank you. Thank you. If you could give us a nutshell preview really quickly, what made you become what you are today? Like, why you want to take on take all, all them jobs? Um, I think because um, I want to change the world. Okay. But also, my grandmother, um, she wanted to always write a book. She was a wife. She was a mother of seven children. And um, I think about her often. I I want to make her proud. And she is a great ancestor of mine. Um, and I believe that I break generational curses. So, hey, I love that. That's the that's a great answer right there. So let's get right into it. Let's tap on one job first. Author. Some people are like, she an author. What she do? Could you explain to the world what you did and why you did it? Yeah, so um, my first book was a memoir mm-hmm. that was about me and my childhood discussing um, sexual abuse, physical abuse, mm-hmm. um, how I dealt with it, which was self-mutilation, harming myself, mm-hmm. depression, anxiety. And I just want to explain that. I want to explain to people uh, what I've been through, who cool. I and who I'm becoming. Right. So, so from there, um, I was asked to write a faith-based book amongst other co-authors. That's fire. Yes, I did that as well. Just sharing some spiritual um, insights, some miracles that have occurred in my life. And then my most recent book was a children's book that I wrote um, for my youngest child. And that's began a whole new journey of beginning children's books. That's a great journey. I'm telling you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I looked into the author world once upon a time because, you know, I have a lot of poems and stuff that I always wanted to get together. Man, you had this conversation before. Let's I wanted to, I wanted to get together and write it up, you know, so, and I heard a lot of good things about that, that, that children books. So like you can write a whole bunch of books, but them children books, man, you write the right one to take off. <laughs> That's right. You know, so you feel me? So I salute that for sure. Um, okay. So. We 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 have a uh a, a, since you got four jobs, you're gonna do this four times. We have a we have a segment on my show called Top Five. You wrote a children's book. Can you give me your top five children's books? Ooh. Yeah, we gonna we gonna tap into the mind right quick. <laughs> okay. Um number number one. What was your favorite child? what was your favorite book as a child? No matter what you can you can touch any part of your life as a child as childhood, anywhere from birth to We'll stop at 17. Okay. Oh, my goodness. There's this book written in Puerto Rico. It's about a cockroach. Oh, really? <laughs> it's called La Cucaracha. Um, <laughs> I think I heard of that book. I think I know what that book is. Man, it's named after me. And my mom said that's um, really that's how she got my name. It's a that's... cockroach named Martina. I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, All right. So that's number one. Yeah, number one. All right, so what's number two then? Let's let's get number two. Uh, I used to read the uh, Dear America books. They were like little. I don't know what you talk about. They're history books about yeah, yeah um, like people who children who were um experienced like the World War or slavery, and they would just mm-hmm. you know write about their life. Right. Yeah, it was a series. I read those books. 
Um, trying to think of some good ones. I used to read what's, them. What's number three? What we got number three? Oh man. Um. It's crazy because I think I got. I think I got like four in my head, but oh no. Dang, I can't ask you. No, this is list. <laughs> <laughs> she um, trying to break the rules. See, that's what happens. That's what happens when you know you're related to the guests, man. When you when you know you're close, they try to break the rules real quick. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, Any children's book. I know, but honestly, okay. So the reason why I don't want to give some of them is because they were white authors. And um, I just, so I used to read Junie B. Jones books. Okay. Um. I used to read books. Okay. And I used to read these um, alphabet letter books. Okay. Hey, man, listen, we know, it's Black History, but shout out to Black History. We know the vibe. <laughs> but listen, man, it's just a good book. It's a good book. <laughs> All right, so mine, I got, uh, let me see, I got, I got my number one favorite book was, uh, <laughs> I was the biggest Captain Underpants fan you could probably meet. Oh, <laughs> like I was, I was diehard. Like I read all of them. Yeah. Uh, number two would have to be the uh, the Alphabet Doctor Seuss uh, book. Uh huh. I love that book. Uh, when I was younger, I loved it. Number three has to be Goosebumps. I was a big Goosebumps fan. Mm-hmm. Um, number four had to be what was that book called? What was it? I it, I was a little weird. I got to Nancy Drew for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I got to Nancy Drew a little bit at one point of time. And number five, poetry books. Anything poetry? Yeah, I read them all because I write. I wrote poetry, so I wanted to see how other people wrote poetry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, okay. So I like that list you have. So boom. So let's keep tapping into that. So writing a children's book, how did it feel? Like I felt like you made it out of love because you said you made it. You made it because of your your baby, right? Yeah. So how did it feel like doing that? And when you bought it, when you bought it for wishing, and it happened, and, and you're holding the book in your hand, literally, mm-hmm. that you said you wanted to do. How did? How was that feeling? Man, listen. Um, you know that he. Uh, this was my fifth child and you know, the world always has stuff to say about women. Like once they have, I feel like more than two children. So with him being number five, um, I just didn't want him to feel like he was less than, I didn't want him to feel like, I just wanted him to know, like I was happy. This is, this is a gift and I'm grateful. So, um, just putting the book together is everything I want. I have my hands like all on it. It's everything I wanted. My um, illustrator was one of my students. I told her exactly what I wanted, exactly the colors, everything. She drew it up for me. Right. Um. So like the whole process was just, I felt um, empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to do the photo shoots and stuff with my son. That's dope. So it was just all love and then I, it's something that I wanted to do, you know, for all my children. So um, holding it in my hand was like, yes, it's a success. I can do it. I know it. Right. Yeah, so. Um, you got the tools. You got the people. That's the best part. You got the tools of the people. You can always want to do it. But the fact that you had the tools of the people. Huh. Yeah, some of them I had to go find, of course. Hey, that's, it, it take in- that sometimes. You got to invest, but. You have to. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that now. I'm learning that now. Um. Before we keep going, let me tell you why I brought you on the show. I brought you on the show simply because not only that you're my sister and I knew it would be a great show, but um, you understand what it's like coming from nothing, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was your life or your business or your author or being a mom or being a wife, all that. You understand it. And this show is all about coming from nothing to making something because what I'm trying to do right here, I'm trying to make this the best next three to five years, the best podcast to come out of Delaware. That's what I'm working on right now. I'm speaking it in the air. It's yeah. going to happen. It it's going to happen. You feel me? Everybody, everybody want to know if I'm doing this for money. I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this because I love this. And I think that's why I'm having so much fun. Yes. The you vibe know? is beautiful. 
I'm it's so much fun. I cannot wait, and I can't wait till we get it visual. Cause listen, yeah, man. But yes, thank you, thank you. That means a lot come for you, cause you know we family. Uh, but let's tap back into everything else. Okay, so we talked about the author side. Let's go in bounce. Business owner, what you do? So I have a independent, um, a independent homeschool. Mm-hmm. And I offer it to uh, children in the community as I've taken my children out of the public school system mm-hmm. so that I can teach them black history, black education. And Very, so important. Shout out to you for real because that's yes. so lost now. Yes, I had to do that. Um, so if I, if I could cut you off real quick, I'm sorry. I remember, and no shade to nobody, I remember I went to Lake Forest for half a year, 11th grade. Yo, sis, it's February. February 1st. I'm thinking, I'm from Dover High. So Dover High, if everybody knows Dover High, the main hallway was filled with black history by posters, boards, sand. Yo, sis, I went to school on February 1st at Lake Forest. It was nothing there. Wow. Went there on the 2nd, nothing there. Third for any, pretty much half, Valentine's Day came, and I'm like, hey, where the black is? This is in 2010. Mm. So I can't imagine what it's like. I'm like, hey, what the black history stuff? You know, like I said, no shade to nothing because I don't want to never mess up no future investments or nothing. But that hurt my feelings because I was so used to accustomed to seeing. Like you don't realize how important it is that it's there mm-hmm. until you don't see it there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry. I just had to. I had to tap it and tell that you. Oh, no, you had to. You had to. That's so important. That's so important, and that's what a lot of um, our children, our community experiences. They don't know. Mm-hmm the importance i mean black history is 365 exactly <laughs> but they don't some people they don't even know um even they don't even know the impact of rosa parks and martin luther king and, like the, the and, regulars and you want to know what makes me bad see you you're staring something up right here with this subject you know what makes me bad mm-hmm. what why do we only know about the basics right martin luther king harriet yeah. tubman rosa parks why we don't why we don't know about uh George Carter, George Carver? Why we don't know about the guy who created the stoplight? Why we don't know about the guy who created the iron board? Why do we don't know about them people? Why we don't know about the basics? Can I answer that? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> to keep us oppressed, to keep us in a a, a slave mindset, to yes. keep us thinking that keep no hope. But um there are great generals, and when when we teach our children about them, we find security in that right we know like oh wow we have a great lineage that came before us they just don't want us to know yeah because see see what i try to teach my babies which you know personally as well i try to teach my babies like hey that's great it's white old or it's whatever old but i make sure i emphasize the black old i try not to shade it out but i try to make sure i show them like hey this is what this is this is what this is just so they can make their own decision because i don't want them to be one-minded Mm-hmm. But I do want them to understand that when 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 we do it, it's different. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, you know me. <laughs> no, you're right. And listen, I'm just teaching um, the community and teaching because our children, they're going to become future leaders. Exactly. So they have to know, like, right now, it is a fact that the Black community is suffering and but well we're waking up though yep. we're waking up this generation is seeing like oh no things are messed up and we got to fix things yeah so we teach our children like keep your mindset yep and save our community save our community we have and to we'll, and we'll be on top we'll you know top. you know you know since i don't think i ever told you this i never told nobody this i became a teacher because of that because i became a teacher because of myself let me explain Mm-hmm. I was so lost because you know my my father passed at twelve. Me doing whatever I was doing outside, mm-hmm. not to the to the to the um to the public eye, I was probably the greatest child. I didn't get in trouble at school. I did nothing in school because I wanted to play sports and I wanted to be around the girls. <laughs> but outside of school, yeah. <laughs> listen, you feel what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I I wanted to become a teacher so I could show these young men, yo, I've been where you at. And it's only gonna take you one way. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, unless you unless you stop it now. I, I I was lucky enough to get out the way early enough. Yeah. But that's one of the main reasons I started teaching as a black African American man, as a black man, period. 
because I wanted to make sure, if anything, I take my own under my wing. Like, yo, stop acting like a knucklehead out here. They're going to label you, man. Let's let's show them what we can do on the books. Let's show them what, show them what dance we do on TikTok tonight. Or show them what dance, show them what new dance we learn. We getting sturdy and we gritty it all day. Let them know you don't gotta be you don't gotta be a football player. You don't gotta be a basketball player. You can be a right. doctor. You can be a lawyer. You can be yeah. an engine, engineer. You dig what I'm saying? You yeah. can be a business owner. Like I want them to see that. Yeah. And that's why I became a teacher personally. Yes, yes. And so, so your following knows. I even reached out to give you an award because you yes. are <laughs> you are that you exemplify. Thank you. That. Thank you. Thank and you. <laughs> so many. And when you were talking about black men they can be teachers as well we need them that too yes i'm sorry i, I forgot about that <laughs> yes we need you i i appreciate all that you do i know that you're a great general a great leader i appreciate you i appreciate you yes. thank you thank you yes so um back into it man so business owner right man um homeschool what's the five hardest things you taught so far it could be a lesson it could be a problem. What's the five hardest thing you taught so far? Like, it was one of those things, like, because, listen, I'm a teacher. I know. It's like, yo, how am I going to teach this? And you even teach it, and you still like, yo, I, did I confuse them? Because I confused myself. Oh, yeah. Fractions. <laughs> I, I hate fractions. <laughs> but well, I was not good at math, but teaching them has taught me that um, it's not that hard. It's just knowing the steps. Okay. So, I'll um, dig that. Yeah, so I'm reteaching myself at times. Um, I'm te- I'm teaching Spanish. It ain't nothing wrong with that. People gotta realize there's nothing wrong with reteaching yourself sometimes. Oh yeah, you got, you, got you. You know, it's like riding a bike. Sometimes you forget you got pedal pedal hard enough. Then when you start doing it, it's muscle memory. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm great at math now. Um, but fractions that that can get me sometimes. Um, teaching Spanish. Okay. I uh. I'm challenging myself, you know, because my family speaks Spanish. I don't. So um, how is that? I'm sorry to go. So how is that? Because I know I know a lot of people like that, to be honest. <laughs> well, my mom, um, just being in a household with other people who spoke English, um, you know, that was predominantly what I heard and what okay. I spoke. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um, I definitely want my kids to know Spanish fluently. So that's been a ride. Learning. Um, <laughs> That's been a ride. Yeah. What else? What else we got? That's three of them. I need two more. Um. Let me think. Uh, just really trying to break down to them Black history. Explain to them why we are the way that we are. How the mm-hmm. community got to this point. Mm-hmm. Um. Explaining to them the beginning of the world. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many different beliefs on how the world began and what went about. Mm-hmm. Um, but really using credible research. So that's five. That's five things. Perfect. I love it. Thank you so much. Hey, man, I commend you for all you do, especially homeschooling your own and others. That's yeah. that's a that's a tall task. I'm telling you. It's a tall task. Uh, I wish I had the patience. <laughs> you have the patience. No, nah, I do. I do. I do. I, I, I try to tell myself I don't, but I really do in real life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's tap into the next job. Mommy. Yeah, never stops. What's your top five uh, YouTube videos or nursery rhymes you let your babies listen to? Oh, Gracie's Corner. And okay, I'm glad that's number one. <laughs> listen, people didn't know about you know there's so many people that don't know about Gracie's Corner. What? I love Gracie's Corner. Gracie's Corner. Okay, what's next? Um, because I got something for you. So go ahead, because you know I got that. Okay, Gracie's Corner. Uh, did you know Snoop Dogg has some affirmations? He has. I to- heard he did. Um, I, I I listen to a lot of podcasts, so mm-hmm. I've been hearing them talking about it. You know, I listen to podcasts and make. You know, I feel like I like to listen to. Apologize about that. I like to listen to the way they talk, how fluent they are, and stuff. When I listen to the other podcasts, mm-hmm. so um. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, I'm telling you, like you go on my Spotify. Besides my own, it's like eight other podcasts I listen to, um, just to hear the different versions of everything. Right. And it actually gave me, it, and I know I'm getting off topic a little bit, but it actually gave me like leeway to think because I was like, okay, if I get rappers on, I'm gonna be like this podcast. If I get people, if I get chefs on, I'm gonna be like this. But then listen to the podcast, how. 85 South Show, shout out to all of our ones. You know what I mean? No copyrights, none of that. 
85 South Show, Nappy Boy Radio, which is T-Pain's podcast, Million Dollars Worth for Gang, which is Gilly, Gilly, yeah. Gilly the Kid, um, 85, 85 South Show, which is DC Young Fly and them, how um, uh, Drink Chance, which is Nori and them, um, The Pivot, I'm Athlete, they all kind of talk to the same people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see, if Chris Brown's on, if Chris Brown's on Million Dollars Worth of Game, Chris Brown's gonna be probably on either 85 South Show or 95 or, or eventually. They yeah. all get around to it. So mm-hmm. Ab gave me because so what, pretty much in a nutshell, they all do the same content, they just have their own way of doing it and they in their lane. So that right. gave me that showed me like, oh, I can do whatever they're doing too. I just gotta do it better. Right. So that's where I'm at. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? That's yeah. where I'm at with it. That's how I feel. So um, yeah, so um continue on. I'm sorry. So this is um Top five nursery rhymes or YouTube channels. Period. Nursery rhymes, YouTube channels. You you want your kids to sit down and be quiet, and you uh, okay. gonna put this on. Oh, they love Miss Tab. Okay. They love Miss Tab. Okay. Um. Who else did we listen to? You are your last one, by the way. I don't know if he was counting or not. I'm not good because I don't know. Uh. Who else do we watch? I'm about to put some, I'm about to spill some I'm about to spill some flavor in your ear real quick. You might have to because I don't know. I can't think of a last one. I really don't let them watch TV and stuff. I feel that. So let me tell you my top five. My top five, I think they're called Cools TV or something like that. Uh-huh. It's it's these it's a black owned, right? These kids, they're remixing the, you know, the songs. They got an alphabet one, they got counting. Like you ever uh I it's it sounds so bad because when people listen to it, they're like, what the world? You know the song Throat Baby? <laughs> yes. They have a counter song to the beat. And people's like, I don't want to hear that, but when you listen to these, first of all, let's let's get this out in the forefront because I'm tired of people doing it. I'm a teacher. I've been a preschool teacher for 10 years. I've been a school teacher for a year. Let's get out of the way. These kids listen to this music. They do. So I want everybody to cut it out. <laughs> like, please. Yeah, I've been hearing this for years. Oh, you can't let them listen to that. Their parents are listening to way worse. Leave me alone, okay? Mm. Like that's theirs. So it's like the song goes one, two, three, three, four, five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We gonna count with me and my friends. Yo, it's so. I'm gonna have to send it to you. It's so fire. Yeah, definitely send me whatever. Um, then it have a, I got you. And then it's another song they do. Um. Oh, it's uh, it's they doing the colors. It's reggae. It's colors, colors. We got all the co- oh my. Listen, oh, it's fire. I'm telling yeah. you, you're gonna love it. We see you gonna be like, yo, what the world? My number two is Gracie's Corner. I love Gracie's Corner. Mommy wrote the book. Mommy wrote the book. Hey, mommy wrote the book. I'm gonna sing it all. You feel me? Because I'm a daycare teacher. Uh-huh. <laughs> number three is will always be um. Oh, what the kids call man? Ah, oh, what they call? We used to listen to it when I used to back when I used to do J Bunch. Um, I forgot their name. Just, I think it's just Blaze or Blaze something. It's not just it's Blaze Blaze something. Blaze is something. But they got the uh uh they got the thing. Make a pattern, it. make a pattern. It. Let's oh, make a pattern. It. So listen to that because of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Banana, banana, meatball, yep. banana. Yeah. So that's my number three, right? My number four. Uh, my number four. So number four. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Who's next? Who's next? Oh, uh, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Well, people fail to realize that's they, yeah. they was created by black people. Please know it, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I want people to know that. So, because people don't know that. And it was created for black children. Exactly. Kind of- exactly. So, um, Sesame Street, especially Usher Alphabet. I love it. Yeah. Um, And number five, Hip Hop Harry, man. Shout out to him. Say it again. Hip hop Harry. Okay. The, the kids forgot. I'm glad it came back. Um, I can't only because I didn't say Snoop Chat because I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to watch it. Yeah. But hip hop Harry, and I heard it's hip hop Harry people who help Snoop Dogg. So that's even better. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's mine. So yeah. Um, boom. So how is it? If you could tell your younger self, but for all the kids, one piece of advice about having kids, what would it be? Wait, <laughs> wait, girl. Hold up now. 
Word, man. Hey, could, you got an answer for that, or that's just your answer? I mean, you um, got you got a reason for that? I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, just wait, live. Live, um, live a little, right? Yeah, live a little. But um, I do recommend, since I did say white authors, um, Dr. Frances Crest Welsing. She has a book okay. called the ISIS Papers. I heard about that. You're going to have to read that book. I'm going to have to get you that book. Please do, because I've, I've been getting into reading books lately. I actually got um, the guy, Stephen A. Smith. He just wrote a book. Uh-huh. Uh, I listen to him all the time. Uh-huh. I got it on audio. It's amazing so far. I love it. I wonder if it's on audio, but because if it is, um, definitely got to get it. It is. It is. I got it on my phone. It's on audio. Uh, no, I'm talking about the ISIS papers. Oh, if, oh yeah, let me know, because I'm going to buy it if it is. Like, seriously, yeah, I'm going yeah. to buy it when I get paid, because I'm about to be done with the Stephen A. Smith book, and I want to, I want to get into the reader. I like it, you know. So, yeah, this um, but in her uh book, she talks about like the psychological mind of okay. a black of a black individual, African Ooh. individual. Oh, I need that. Yes, yeah, she talks about everything. That sounds um, like it get deep. I need that. It does, but she said that black love. Um, is necessary, but we shouldn't build the black family until we're in our thirties because our brains are not fully developed until we're thirty. That might explain life for me because I just turned thirty. Because <laughs> don't you feel like now, like you feel like you know so much now? Man, know, what? Let me tell her. Man, I dig it, man. Yeah, you gonna have to send me that. I mean, we need, we gonna have to talk after this. I need to hear that book. Yeah, it's a great book. Okay, cool, cool. That's dope. That's dope. So. I have another game. <laughs> this is going to be funny. You're a mom, right? Yeah. <sighs> Hot seat question. Who's the favorite? Oh, my. I really don't have a favorite. Who's your favorite? I don't have a favorite. You got you, you to gotta have ones like they get a little way with just a little bit. Because I don't have a favorite either, but I got one that just... Jordan gets away with just a little bit more than everybody else. I don't have a favorite, but she gets away with just a little. Who who gets that little bit of extra edge? Like I'm talking, like because you know we parents, you yell at the kids, you yell at this person three times, but this person you're like, all right, listen, next time I say it, I'm gonna yell at you. But everybody else, who who get that? Somebody get it. I'm a parent. I know they do. Everybody, right? Everybody would say that Kamani is my favorite. Oh, baby, that's I love Kamani. <laughs> She's she's just she makes me proud. She really strives every day. That's my baby. Proud. So that is why I'm happy with her. But I do not have a favor. All of them have wonderful qualities, That's and great. all of them have something that I cannot stand. Hey, listen, you you don't know, but preach to the proud to the <laughs> choir. Um, uh, I like that. I like that. That's cool. So right now we gonna put we gonna play a game. You gonna play it twice. You gonna play it now. You gonna play it in the next segment. Okay. It's called Remember the Time. Mm-hmm. I need you to recite the craziest thing one of your children has said. Mm-hmm. That you want to share, of course. What's something one of your kids say? You're like, yo, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's a song, it was a phrase. What's the craziest thing you could think of that they said? Because kids say crazy stuff, especially about their parents. They do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if I can give you an example, I remember I was doing something. Oh, I would. So, my baby son, he's, he just turned three. I always say I'm weak. I literally say it all the time. <laughs> my ba- I did something. My baby, though, no, I went to dap up my nephew. I said, What's up, Kay? My baby son came behind me. His day's four, by the way. I'm talking to American people. He pounds my nephew. What's up, Kane? <laughs> <laughs> so then somebody said something. I said, yo, I'm weak. He said, I'm weak. I said, yo, are you copying me? <laughs> he said, are you copying me? But I'm telling you, it was the weirdest five minutes where I could not stop laughing because mm-hmm. he literally kept saying what I was. It was so, he never did that before. That's the first time he ever did that. So then I walk, I started walking. I said, huh, whoo, I'm tired. He goes by, whoo, I'm tired. I said, yo, what is wrong with you today, bro? Like, are you all right? So, yeah, that's that's something I think was crazy. 
Only it was only like I know people like that's regular, but he's never done that before ever. Right. He he's never done it again. I um. If anybody knows my son, he's a character. So <laughs> I know I have to spend more time with him. Listen, you gonna love him. He's a character. As long as you got food, you got him. I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, you know that's how they go. Yep. <laughs> um, I can't think like oh, I really can't. Um, it's hard to plead it. We gonna come back, but yeah. he's hard to plead it right now. Like, I'm definitely thinking. All right, cool. So boom, let's hit, let's touch on the last job. The last job we have, probably the most. I feel like I feel like to a stance probably one of the most important ones next to being a mom. Um, because I feel like marriage is so that's so much love, trust, partnership, mm-hmm. communication. Talk about it. How is being married? <laughs> <laughs> Everything that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> how is it? You know how how how. What is the daily life of a wife for yourself? Like, how do you feel like it should go? Um, really, I feel like I should always be um, happy. I feel mm-hmm. like I should always be happy. But marriage life is... Um, happy happy wife, happy life. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> and, and same thing for him as well. I forgot the other saying. Happy spouse, happy house, happy spouse, yes. happy house. That's yes. what it is. Yes. Trust me, I, I said I said all the time to everybody, happy, happy, happy wife, happy life. Like, no, happy spouse, happy house. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's definitely a balance. There's definitely that compromise, that give or take. Um, but you know, I'm I'm happy to be where I am. I'm happy to have my uh, destiny fulfilled in this chapter in my life be fulfilled so I'm grateful and every day I'm just I'm really striving to become better because I don't have many positive wifely role models I dig it can I be honest like hey man I feel you I mean you see the women on TV and stuff but like right there in front of my face teaching me you know giving me life lessons no. You know what I learned, sis, for myself? I learned about marriage. It's a partnership that you can't let get old. Mm-hmm. You know, partner, partners can get old, you know. You got the same partner for 10, 15, 20 years, whether it's marriage, you're in the police force together, y'all work together, you got to, and if it gets old, somebody's going to move on. It might not be you or it might be you regardless of what it is. So I feel like Keeping that spot is always so important, no matter what it is, you know. And another thing I also feel like is in this generation, it's hard to be married because of what they see and what they do. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's so many people out in this world that are married with us, that are married and that's doing something they're not supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, So it's like, it's crazy, literally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's um I feel like I salute anybody who found what they need in that, you know. That's all I'm gonna touch on that. You know what I'm saying? May I ask you, can I What's ask a, you? Yeah, you uh, can ask yourself. You said keep the spark alive. Can you give me three things from a man's perspective that keeps the spark alive? Three things. For, for a man or, or for a man that keeps the spark alive with his woman. Yes. So Pretty much, I'm trying to keep the spark alive with my wife. That's what you're telling me, right? Like what? Okay. What, yeah. So first thing I'm gonna always do. One thing I'm gonna always go to. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hit the favorites. You know, whatever your favorite is, I'm gonna try to hit that off. You know, like I got people. See, what people fail to realize, it's the little things that count with women. I don't care what nobody say. I've been around women all my life. A lot of my closest friends are women. My best friend, my sister's a woman. My been, I was raised by my mother, a woman. I was raised by her mother, who's a woman. I've been around women. The little things count. I'm Thank telling you. y'all. Y'all think it's a... I'm telling y'all. So, little things count. So, I always go for the little stuff. If if you like 
uh, Sunday with a little bit of Carmel, a little drizzle of Carmel, a little drizzle of chocolate with a little bit of, a little bit of not too many nuts, but a little bit of nuts and a red spoon. I'm going to bring that home. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> I meant, yes, but I meant for you, like for for um your wife for you. Oh, for me? Yes. Um perspective. Listen to me. Half the time I just want to talk. Mm. I feel like that's so lost. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk. Uh thrive with me. Even if you don't think I can do it, make me feel like I can. Okay. Thrive with me. I feel yeah. like that's a spark that could never end. Because if I feel like if I like for this podcast, if I feel like I can take this far and make billions, I need you to feel like that with me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to be like, well, Malcolm, you know <laughs> it's not a real chance if you can No, I don't need that. I know that. But I need somebody to dream, I need somebody to touch the stars with me just for a minute. Yeah. Um and last but not least, uh good time. A good time. Mm-hmm. No matter what we're doing, laughing, watching a movie, having drinks, not having drinks, sitting down on the couch, eating dinner, eating a snack, eating a burger, eating popcorn, uh anything we're doing. I just want a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm I I need a laugh. That's all I want. If I can laugh with you, no matter what we're doing, <laughs> that's that's all the sparks I need right there. Me, I'm I'm the simp- I'm one of the simplest people you can meet in your life. I'm telling you. Yeah, those simple, but those are they're very much needed. They they're needed and Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's the key to me. Yeah. So yeah. So let's get let's let's jump back to it. So, married woman, right? Your your journey has been very, 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 very long. Yeah. Right? right. As if I can say so myself. You can say so yourself. <laughs> I need five songs that represent your marriage from beginning to end. I'm talking from when you first started to your marriage part. Five songs. Number one. Go. Okay. First song. Uh... Any song. It don't matter. It just got to be a song. Any genre. All right. So um, let me throw these out. You know, um, Wayne Wonder, No Letting Go. Okay. Is that number one? Or is that We start from one or five? Each. I don't know. I'm just throwing them out. All right. That's cool. You can do that. Uh, number, just throw about. All right. Um, that's one of them. Sam Cooke, Teenage Sonata. Okay, that's two. That's a good one. I heard that. Um, Kim, I Can't Stop Loving You. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about that one. That's uh, three. Um, um, Come on, what are our other songs? Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Make you get that mind a little bit. <laughs> uh, I think it's Chronics. I think they're called Chronics. It's um Good Vibration. I think that's what they're called. So I heard that before. And my next one. Last one. Stevie Wonder. Um, no, Ray Charles, come live with me. Ooh, you took it back with that one. I love uh, my grandma like that song, so I know that song. Um. Okay, okay, cool. That's that's inside a list. I like that list. Cool. Okay. Boom. So, you got another question. Uh, boom. I need you to name me three things. Three things. Um, we don't want you... Oh, no. Let me rephrase it. Three things you cannot allow as a wife go, no matter what it is. I'm talking whether it's towards your husband, towards other men coming to you, or yourself. Three things you cannot let happen as a wife. Go. Um, anybody in my face disrespecting my man. <laughs> That's number one, okay? 
Um, family members in business, in our business. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not a fan of that either, so I'll take that. Yes, get back. Um, and then... Allowing somebody to come before my spouse. That's so key because I think people don't understand how easily that's for guys. Mm-hmm. Nothing can, nothing should come before. So that's so. That's so. That's so key. Like seriously, um, I I like that. That's solid. Sheesh, you killed that. Heard of that? Um. One one thing you cannot wear as a wife, go. Like you feel, you cannot wear it. Like you feel like if you're a wife and you're married, you respect your marriage, what should you not be said out wearing? Go. Um This is called rapid fire. I'm sorry, this segment's rapid fire. Yes, I'm supposed to be quick with it and I'm not. It's, um, it's more rapid fire for me because I'm just spitting out quick aside for the train in the back. It's, oh. it's 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 just me spitting out rapid questions. Um, really, I don't think I should be seen out like with, um, like with like a bonnet on, like with like, like looking a mess. I can't look a mess. Okay. Now, I feel I, that. Yeah. I understand what you're saying about like respect and stuff, but sometimes. No, that's why I said it's, it's, it's what yeah. you think as a, like you giving the pointer, like, yo, sis, I don't care what you say. Don't ever let us see you slipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I be slipping sometimes, but hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. Mm-mm. Okay, so um, let's get to something else then. So I need you. This is called uh, this is another version of Remember the Time. This Remember the Time is you remembering a song. Okay. So I need to know what song. Can you remember at least one verse from, word from word? What song is that? First thing that came to my mind was um, Monica. Monica so, what? So gone. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I need you to recite that one verse. You play too much. I don't care if you sing it or, or, or say it. Um, Let me hear it. Let's see if you really know what you're talking about. Oh man, of course I would forget the word. That's because you made me nervous. It's all right. Take some time. We give some time, you know. Um. Welcome back. One thing I hate about technology, you can't ever predict what it's gonna do. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we back to what we doing, man. Ain't no thing, man. You know I do my thing on this. So trust believe it's gonna sound regular. Um, back to it. We was playing. Remember the time you had to remember. Uh, you had to remember your favorite song. You said Monica. I forgot the name of the song. So if you want to say that again, and then get your lyrics ready because you said you know it. Yes, um, Monica's so gone. I'm singing it real quick, and then something else. Um, I didn't ask to go with you to Mexico. I really didn't need the shopping spree in L.A. or Melrose. Boy, if you didn't know it, well, now you know. Next. Hey, that's what I'm talking about right there. Shoot. Yes, sir. I like that. So now we got the last part of the show. It's called Rock the Mic. Rock the Mic meaning now you get to be the interviewer and I got to answer your questions. You get five of them. Make them count. Go ahead. Oh, I love this. So, um, what is your vision between now and the summertime for this podcast? To be visual and be the top podcast in Dover. And I mean what I say. Okay, I hear you. Um, what is your 2023 goal? My 2023 goal is to be way better at way better at what I'm doing now and also have bigger platforms. I'm looking forward to meeting new people, um, talking to new people to help 
me invest. My biggest thing I'm doing this year is I'm investing in me. After that, it's all gonna come for some, it's all gonna come. That's right. That's right. Um hmm. I was scared you about to ask me to recite a song. I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. I mean, you can, that's you a, I mean, you can you can always piggyback off something I asked you too in the in the show as well. That helps you think easier. What is your like? What mm. is, what do you want to instill in your children as a father? Respect. It goes so far. Get your respect, but you give it as well. Mm-hmm. Respect, like that's. I feel like you go somewhere so far with respect. Seriously, mm-hmm. even if you give respect to people who don't deserve it, they you you gonna see them again. And when you do, you gonna be in a different mindset, gonna be a different place, and they are gonna have to respect you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've been that way so many times. I have so many people who in school, I, I had a teacher, I ain't gonna call her name, I had a teacher, a teacher and a coach who just believed I was gonna fail and be in jail life. I ain't never been in jail yet. I've been a preschool teacher for 10 years and now I'm in the school system. I'm a great father. I'm a great father and um, <laughs> anything else you wanna say about me? So, hey, look That's at you right. now, bro. That's right. You dig okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. What a podcast up and coming. Holla at your boy. Right. Um, Use them wisely. You can ask whatever you want. You got two left. It's your show now. Uh, and like I said, you can always react what I asked you or any segment I did in the show. You can also do the same thing to me. It's up to you. Because the, okay. the go ahead. Okay, do you have any um poems off top of your head like right now that you could share? Ooh, yo, you're slick. <laughs> yo, you're slick. Cause ain't nobody ever heard this poetry out loud like this. Ooh. Ooh you're cool. you're slick for that. You're real slick. But I always I'm always ready. I don't never back down. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> You're slick. That's crazy. I can't believe you did that. I can't believe she did that, yo. Mm, yeah, me and her gonna have some words after this show. <laughs> Let's go. I'm just trying to find something. I got some stuff about phone, guys. I'm just trying to find it. Um... Okay, well, why are you looking for that? If there's any place that you could visit, where would you visit? Heaven, with my father, to visit my father. Mm. And I know that's deep to people, but that's I, I mean that wholeheartedly. If I could hug my father one more time, I swear to God on everything, that would be the greatest feeling ever. That would be the greatest feeling ever if I could just hug my father one more time. Yeah, that's very heartfelt. That's touching. Um, all right, so I got a poem. Uh, it's the first one I've well across. I got plenty of them. It's called Big Heart, Cold Heart. Let's hear big hearts are loving, accepted, huge, no matter if they are angry, happy, crying, or just when you hurt, when your when your heart is big, love is is love is like food. When it's when there's no love in it, what else would you do? Lies, deceive, confusions, and emotions. It kills, drains, and leaves a heart frozen. Tears, joys, angry, just switching. Love, lost, gain, replaced, but what's missing? A heart can be full with warmth and love or hate and cold. Taking on new love, but never forget the old. Becoming more defensive and way less bold. Losing energy, power, warmth, just cold. The heart pumps you life, but it can tear you down. A happy heart would be joy, but a sad heart will bring you down. 
my heart was big. My heart was big, huge. Matter of fact, it's shrinking. It's shrinking in size and freezing from the, from the and freezing from the back. I'm sorry. Love hurts, pain kills, but the heart still managed to be functional. But the heart will never let you feel great in a situational. I'm sorry, but the heart will never. Let me read that whole bargain. Love hearts. Love hurts. Pain kills. What? I'm sorry, guys. Pain kills, but the heart still managed to be functional. But the heart will never let you feel great in a situation that's uncomfortable. Love has no price and it's non-refundable. God dang, man. Let me get off this podcast finding a deal. (laughs) I'm better than some of y'all rappers out here. So anyway, uh, I I think you answered five. I'll give you one more just because you six. I'll give you two more because I don't like the number six. So I'll give you two more. You get seven because you six. What you need? Okay. um, I think we should just hear another one. Another poem? Yeah, I think so. Jesus. And then <laughs> while you're while you're doing that, I'll think of my next one. Okay. Let's see. How about we do you know what? I wrote a letter to Jordan in the poem. Let's read that one. Who is it up? Read that one. That's my baby. Shout out to Jordan. I love you, Pooh. Father to daughter. Let's hear it. That's my baby. Okay. Dear daughter, I'm so proud to be your father. I love you forever. No need to look any further. Anytime you feel lonely, I'll hold your hand. Understand you'll never need for any other man. Mm -hmm. I'll be right here for your first heart. I'll be right here for your first heartbreak. Don't worry. The pain will be is temporary in a way we will make. Dear daughter, I'll forever make you smile. Anything you need, daddy will take that extra mile. I'll protect you from the men that was just like your daddy. That's all changed now because your dad is different and he's very happy. I'll be your I'll be here for your first kiss and I'll be here for your first diss. It's a moment that daddy will never miss. I'll be I'll be the one that I tell you who's running game. Make sure no one will throw any type of dirt on your name. I'll be here for your first date. Just try to wait till you turn 18. I'm going to raise you to be respectable. No one will mess with you. Daddy will always be here to, to be protecting you. I will be there when you and when you and your mommy go on girl dates. I'll be there when at times you and your mommy have hate. I'll be there when you graduate. Hopefully it's more than once because education for you is exactly what I want. Just be careful any questions you have, ask me. Anything that a man has tried to do, and so has your daddy. Forever I will have you two steps ahead. Something you won't understand right now because you're a kid. I just want to make sure you know what it is. Make sure every time in life you pass the quiz. Dear daughter, just know some men just ain't shit. And they will say anything so they can hit. It's no problem. It's, it's not a problem that daddy cannot fix. They will know that you're not just a random chick. Dear daughter, I hope you read read this and understand. I just want to make sure you have knowledge and have a great life plan. And I and understand all the rules that come to romance and understand that I will love you forever, your favorite man. Oh, I love it. When did you plan on giving this to her? I don't know, because you know, I wrote that in 2019. That's beautiful. When I was going through what I was going through, and I wrote that. Oh, that's beautiful. I wrote that. Yes, yes. That's beautiful. Genuine love. Yeah, that, listen, I'm going to tell you now, I love all my babies to death, but when my baby girl Jordan came, it was just a different love, man. Like, literally. Like, literally. Like, sis to tell you, because I got the same love for my goddaughter. So, all that love... I just love. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you know, and it's just, I felt like if I could ask myself a question, I ask myself this question, what makes me the father I am is my dad, Lord, rest his soul, R.I.P. Pops. Um, 
My dad didn't have no money. He tried the best he could at everything. But one thing that man did is he loved his kids. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, I don't care how he showed it, he loved them. And he was there. We we spent time with him. He wasn't one of them dads. We couldn't find him. You you could find him. Um, he didn't have much to offer but his love. So I felt like that's why he gave us so much. So that's what I've instilled in me. Like, and then I understand, first of all, any deadbeat dads out there, I don't want to get off topic, but I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Fatherhood is the best hood you could ever throw up. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, I love it. And um, with me, I just, I know how I felt at 12 years old not having my father. Um, and I had my, step, my stepfather around, of course, but my father not being there, it, it hurt me so much. Like, I had a hole in my heart that I was looking for for years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, slowly when I'm having my children, it's filling in. Because I feel like they're all just, they're all, I feel like my children are pieces of my dad, just in different yes. parts. That's beautiful, and I believe it. And I tr- that's like a tattoo I truly want to get. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's amazing. So it's like, I just love my kids with all my heart, like literally, like, that's it's nothing. Nobody and nothing comes before everybody knows that. Yeah. So you know, uh, me as a father, I just show love. I'm there. I listen. I'm open ended, but I'm stern. Mm-hmm. Very stern. I don't let up. I don't care what anybody else is doing. If I don't like it, if I don't want it done, it's not being done. And like I told my teacher, respect. No, nobody, none of my kids will ever disrespect their mother in front of me. Ever. It starts with your mom. If I don't let you disrespect your mom, you're not going to disrespect any other woman. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm barely going to let you disrespect your sister. I know y'all going to get arguments. Argument and being disrespectful is two totally different things. That's true. So. It was good. That's one thing I just high, held heavy because, like I said, I was raised by mostly women. So I respect the women to a higher magnitude. A lot of my close friends are women. So one more question before we get off the mic since I did that. How do you how how do you feel about um if your husband was close to women? Like if a lot of his close friends was women. Because a lot of believe it or not, I've listened to podcasts, a lot of women don't like that. Um how do you feel about me, that? For me in my situation, because I never had to deal with that. It would be new to me. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so but if, if that was if that if, was his personality and before before y'all, yeah. Okay, that make I like that. That's a beautiful answer. Yeah, situational, that's, situational. That's that, yeah, that's something I have to accept if I know that that's you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. But um, I do. But men, I do believe they can have healthy, balanced relationships with other women, um, and. As long as there's that respect there, those boundaries there, and there's an understanding and there's communication, there should be no problem. Mm-hmm. I dig that. I dig that. I dig that. And I respect that. Um, before we end the show, is there anything you want to say, shout out, ask, any, about anything on the show before I, before I do my closing remarks? No, sir. I'm just proud of you. Thank, thank you. Thank for, you. Thank, thank you for inviting me on. And um, you're right. I was very nervous, but this was fun. I told you you were going to love it. Did I tell you? Yes. <laughs> exciting. And, you know, last week was a rough week for me. It's cool. We here. Yes. We here. You know what so, I mean? So, it's like everything a, a part of this. Big ups to you. Big it's here. Up. You dig what I'm saying? I feel like so much stuff happens and make it I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you two under two underrated blessings. You ready? I'm ready. Waking up and making it home. Yeah. You don't gotta wake up and you definitely don't gotta make it home. <laughs> That's right. Did you feel me? So yeah. we here. That's all that matters. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for being here. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um any shout outs for you out? Are we good? 
Shout out to my husband. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my boy. Yes. Uh, shout out to this podcast. Many blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Shout out to my future prep students, to all the entire black community. Happy Black History Month 365. Definitely. And we need more. Lo- we need longer. Why yes. we get February? It's only 28 days. Y'all ain't slick. But it's all right. Yeah. Amen. I thank you. I thank you for coming on. I thank you for spreading your knowledge. I thank you for taking the time because I, we just did. You just did four podcasts in one. I just want you to know that. Oh wow! Thank you. <laughs> so that's the work of yourself. You ever realize you're having too much fun? That's the type of work I put in. You know what I mean? Uh, this is my second podcast of the night. I'm supposed to do a third one, but I might, I might have to tell them tomorrow because listen, this is too much fun. I use all the energy already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so man, listen, I'm out here working, man. You know, so hey. I thank you so much for believing me. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for staying in contact about it. That's the most key parts right there. And thank you for uh, um, being on the show. You know, you don't have to do this. So thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's it. Okay. Perfect. So, and that right there wraps it up. And that's another episode of Commission Corner where we always got your back. Thanks, sis, for stopping through. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all have a good night. Have a good night, sis. I love you. Have a good night. Thank you. All right.